Welcome to another segment of BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me is a good buddy of mine. I've known him for about, what, a year now, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. My buddy, Justin Foster. How are you doing today? I'm good, Nick. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Everyone's a buddy on this show. Uh, Justin is a stand-up comedian. I've met him here at our local comedy club before. And let me start by asking, how'd you get into comedy? Um, I was working as a waiter at the imp- at the improv. And uh, I was waiting tables there, and I was just surrounded by comedy all the time. And uh, I was like, man, this looks really fun. It seems like, like it seems like it'd be something really fun to try. And so then I tried it, and then... Uh, and that was it. Yeah. I just got like hooked. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That was that was last month. So I'm hoping to stick with it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, man, these guys only work for like 15 minutes a night. The money's probably great. They probably. <laughs> uh, do you remember your first time doing stand up comedy? I do. Yeah. It was amazing. It was at the improv. They had an open mic and I went up and uh, did. Yeah. I was like, it was like, you know, like you're like just full of like adrenaline and like nerves and um, it brought like a bunch of people because it's my first time and half of them really wanted to come see me like do well and the other half really wanted to come see me bomb. So it was <laughs> a good, uh, it was a good mixture. Yeah. And then the second time I ever went up, I bombed terribly. But the first time was amazing. Mm-hmm. That's usually how it goes. Whenever I ask someone yeah, that question, it's like, you, it's like you, the, first time. the first time and then you, and then you yeah. get too cocky. Yep. Exactly. It's like the first time I did excellent. Like I completely did it. Second time, I was the worst comedian up there. You know? Yeah. The second time I did it, um, I was like, well, all the other stuff I did the first time worked. So I should do a brand new set this time. Like that's what mm-hmm. I should do. And the audience was like, no. <laughs> the audience t- the audience put you back in your place. Somebody wrote on a comic card. The, the improv used to have comic cards where you would write like your favorite comedian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this lady, this lady goes, it goes, who's, who's your favorite comedian? And she put any comic, not Justin Foster. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moment you go. Thanks mom. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, thanks. Appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so how long have you been performing again? 15 years. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Last you... uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday was my 15 year anniversary. Oh yeah. Didn't you also have a birthday recently? Yesterday. Awesome. Happy belated birthday. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you started comedy on your birthday? Yeah, my first uh, my first show was on my birthday. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Have you have, have who are some notable comedians that you've worked with? Um, let's see, notable comedians. I mean Daniel Tosh, Bill Burr, uh Gabriel Glacius. Um, Drew Lynch, I travel with. Nice. Um, oh my gosh, uh, Greg Giraldo, Nick DiPaolo. Um, I mean, there's been so many over the years. Uh, Jeff Dunham. Ooh. Uh, yeah, there's been a. I mean, there's uh, like so uh, uh, so many so many comics. Mm-hmm. Now you said you travel with Drew Lynch. What's that like? It's great. It's great. He's kind of moving from clubs to theaters right now. Actually, uh-huh. the very last show that we did was in a theater in Chicago, the big theater. And uh, it's kind of a cool experience for me, like moving from, because I've been in clubs for so many years and seeing the how different theater shows are. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, it's been it's been interesting. and It's been fun. Yeah, we have a blast. Awesome. What's it like with this dog? 
It's great. I actually bring my dog too. And uh, <laughs> so, so I have Luke and he has Stella and Luke loves Stella. And Stella does not care about Luke at all. But um, uh, she's like, who's this other dog in the green room? What's this about? But uh, it's fun. I've known Stella since she was like a little, little puppy. So it's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, we have a blast. It's it's Drew, his girl, his dog, me, my dog, and sometimes another comic will come to open. So we have like this little this little crew rolling around town, which is uh, it's always fun when you get to perform with like your buddies and stuff. Mm -hmm. The opener's probably thinking they do not pay me enough to work with these dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we we have the opener stay in the back, and it, he's le he's less of a comic and more of a, uh, a dog sitter. Really, is what's going on. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, um, do, do you have any shows lined up? I know the pandemic has currently placed yeah. a lot of things. I mean, on. No live shows. I, I probably won't do any live shows for the rest of the year, but I'm doing a bunch of like zoom stuff. I actually am doing this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm broadcasting comedy shows from my bedroom. Um, mm. one show Thursday, one show Friday, one show Saturday, and one show in an early show on Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm doing like pay what you can tickets on Venmo. So some people are paying a penny. Some people are paying like $50. So it's, it's exciting. I, I, and I got a bunch of new material. So I'm excited to try that out. Awesome. You think you, um, where can we find those shows? Where can we? Um, uh, my, my Instagram, Justin comic, my Facebook's Justin Foster. Um, um, you can just message me directly if you'll put a link up, but yeah, um, I just been doing Venmo. Uh, my Venmo is Justin dash foster dash 29 and i've just haven't been people like in the memo just whatever night they want to go to leave that as the message is it oh yeah there we go yeah and they can message me and we'll figure it out and like i said it's a penny or whatever you want to pay i just man i've been writing so much the last couple of months and I haven't been able to perform so i was like i'll just do four nights in a row and see uh see if this new stuff's any good awesome what about your writing process like how you just said you've been writing a lot yeah how's it been going how have you been finding jokes during this pandemic um, so I've been going back towards, um, like old jokes and like just and not even jokes, but like different moments of, uh, of just stuff that I can remember. And then just trying to write jokes about that. Cause there's not really a lot of current stuff that I can really talk about. Mm -hmm. I've been like, okay, let me see if I can rework this old idea that I had, or like this one thing that pissed me off from like five years ago or, uh, so I've really been doing like the actual, the work, the work part of comedy where you have to like look for. You know, com as you know, comedy is like math and, and pretty much mathematical equation. So I've been having to go back and kind of plug in different formulas and stuff for different ideas and see what I can come up with. Most definitely. I've been writing like two hours and I've been, I've been starting like midnight and like writing to like two o'clock in the morning, which is, uh, it's been fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What's your writing advice for anyone out there? You know, like. Yeah, I mean just to do it. I mean, I would say, so there's a process that I do is every morning when I wake up, I write three pages of just like freestyle writing, just like not, doesn't even have to be material. It doesn't have to be anything. Just like write for three, three pages. There's this book called the artist's way. I don't know if you've heard of it yet, but she really suggests um, just doing a freestyle writing as soon as you wake up. It's kind of like a brain dump. It just gets everything out of your head. And then when you're actually down to material, it makes it a lot easier. Um, so I'll kind of do that in the morning and then I'll like, like I said, I'll kind of think of ideas throughout the day and then I'll actually sit down late night and like try to plug it into the, to the final document or computer or whatever. Mm, that's some sweet advice. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's helpful because like, 
you know, if I wait for inspiration, like it'll, like I'll just won't end up writing. <laughs> if I like, sit down and actually do the work and try to figure out material, I, it always, it's always better for me. Definitely. Definitely. Now, every comedian's got at least one of these in their pocket. Do you have a good heckler story for us? I get heckled pretty much every night I do comedy. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I've had so many. I um, I was talking to a couple one time. They were, like, making out in the middle of the show. And, uh, and at first I ignored it. And then, like, they just, like, wouldn't stop making out, which is kind of like a, like a physical heckle. They didn't really mm -hmm. yell anything. They just weren't paying attention. They were making out. And finally, I stopped the show to talk to them, and I was like, uh, "I was like, you guys are like super in love. You guys have been making out for like thirty minutes. They're like, we're super in love." I was like, are "You guys married?" They're like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Just to other people." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" They're like, "Yeah, this is our date night. The his my husband and his wife's they're both at home with the kids, <laughs> and the place like went nuts. <laughs> they were like, I was like, and you guys decided to sit front row at a comedy. She's like, if you're gonna cheat, you should be a little bit more discreet than coming." coming to the front row uh that was i thought that was really funny and then um there was another time um oh there was a couple that yelled out they yelled out something oh that's right i was like what do you guys do uh what do you guys do uh what do people do uh for dates around here and this one guy just yelled out he goes we shit together and uh which was the most disgusting thing i've ever heard in my entire life and then they proceed to tell me how they uh they just they get drunk and fucking just shit together. <laughs> the guy stopped my show to tell me that him and his wife used the bathroom together. Jeez, Louise. The trashiest thing I've ever heard and the hottest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm not going to lie. Um, so there's been that. There's been so much. There was a lady. There was a lady who walked in late to one of my shows. Like, I mean, like the show's been going off like 45 minutes and she walks in late sits in the very front row with her boyfriend and i just look at him i was like okay i have to address this like the show's like half over i was like where you guys been there like, sorry we were at dinner we got caught up and i was like okay you know just very entitled you know you could tell they were just like the show has now started because we're here and i go where are you guys from and the girl goes i'm from canada and i'm like joking i, I don't know anything about canada i'm like dumb i go i go well, where'd you guys meet at like a nickelback concert and because uh, that's like the only thing i know about canada and uh she was like, <gasps> she like went like that. And I was like, what? And then like her, the, her boyfriend was like, tell him. And uh, the audience is like, tell, you know, the audience is like freaking out now. Cause she was like, she had such a reaction. And uh, I was like, did you guys meet at a Nickelback concert? And she goes, no, but the lead singer is my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> 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 oh, I was like, uh, I was like, so I go, so he left you for Avril Lavigne? She goes, oh, he didn't leave me, honey. <laughs> Very funny. It was very. I was like, well, I don't understand. Like the mathematical equation that actually happening is impossible. I don't know how that lined up that night, but it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, she left him. You know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <sighs> like, I go, oh, so you're the reason he wrote all those crappy songs. Yep. It's like when Taylor Swift wakes up with someone. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So how about a feel? How about another feel good story? Do you have anything like? You know, you met someone afterwards that really inspired you or? Um, comedy is not really a feel good career. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I met my girlfriend doing comedy. Hmm. I, uh, Tell us about that. How about that? 
Yeah, I mean that that was cool. I got to be on Joe Rogan's podcast because of he saw me doing comedy one night, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, my girlfriend works at a comedy club, and um, and uh, I was performing there, and that's how we cool. Um, yeah, there's been a few like things like that. Like comedy is like I've been able to like officiate like a bunch of weddings and stuff because people are like, oh, he's funny. Will you come to our wedding? So I've been able to do that, and so it's been neat. Nice. Now speaking of feel good. I'm starting this new thing with BuddyCast where I ask all of my um, all of my people, all my buddies here, all my guests, what if you could pick a charity to have our listeners donate to? What would be your choice? I mean, any reputable charity, I'm 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 down for whatever mm-hmm. people, whatever. I mean, there's so many different things, you know. Whatever like yeah. moves you, you know. If you could do like, um, you know, my friend. Um, like her, her twins were born super premature, right? And so, like mm-hmm. the, you know, the NICU unit, and um, there's a there's a few charities that stepped up and helped them. You know, Red Cross um, donating money to Central Office for uh, for twelve step, you know, an AA twelve step group, um, mm-hmm. BLM, um, autism. I mean, any sort of thing that just kind of moves you. I think I think uh, yeah. you know, donating money is always always great. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You think something like Red Cross would be your choice? Yeah, Red Cross, for sure. Yeah. Red Cross, you know, people who give blood. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, the the clean uh, water project, you know, different stuff like that. There's, I even saw one the other day where people were like, just like you donate like a couple bucks and they plant a tree like in your name. But yeah, Red Cross mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a new, it's a new feel good thing we're doing here for buddy. Yes. I like that. Yeah. March of dimes was the name of the company. I was thinking of it. Help my yeah. friend out with their kids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, the not so feel good area. How do you think COVID is, um, impacting comedy clubs today? I mean, they're not open. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that are, it's, it's uh i've had a few friends i haven't done any shows during covid uh live um i've had a few friends that have done some said they've been okay some said the experience is really weird you know everyone's getting there it's like the audience is getting their temperature checked and and they're sitting six feet apart and wearing mat i i don't know i don't know i think it's whatever you're comfortable with i know that um how it's changed comedy is you know the online thing the zoom thing i, I know a lot of people are doing shows from their bedroom there's been a lot of like really cool open mics which is cool because you can meet comics from all across the world which is mm-hmm. fun as far as like the live comedy club experience i don't know i'm worried you know the shut down a lot of the clubs aren't going to re back uh reopen um i hope that they all do um i don't know it's going to be interesting to see for sure how it uh until there's a vaccine like i don't i don't i couldn't imagine like people flocking out to theaters and packing in the clubs anytime soon but i could be wrong mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Now I always I know you've got a show coming up here soon. So Oh we're fine. No, we're we're good. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fine. Yeah. So tell me more about like what do you plan for your show tonight? Um, I got a bunch of new stuff that I want to try tonight. Um uh-huh. and uh again it's like a our virtual show in uh in Northern California and um I think I get to do like twenty minutes at the end or whatever. So um I've written a few things about just like uh, stuff that I've been doing to pass the time in quarantine that I want to try. I remember uh, I wrote this bit last night that I really want to do. I, this had popped in my head the other day. 
about how I used to wait tables at this place and they wouldn't let me wear cologne because they would like, because it was like, it would affect the, um, the, the people's palates or whatever. But it was like, just like a crappy chain, chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about like that and how ridiculous that was. And uh, like just the whole concept of like, because I've been waiting to, you know, I used to wait tables so much, like the whole concept of like places that make you wear ties to be able to like, like the Cheesecake Factory makes you wear ties. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's just yeah. so, like it's gonna, they're, they're gonna, like, oh, I'm sorry, I was, I was looking for my waiter, not the CEO of NASDAQ. You know what I mean? Like that's just mm-hmm. like, you have to dress, you have to put on a, you have to put on a tie to sell chocolate chip cookie dough. I think it's so ridiculous. So I want to talk about that. I don't know. I just got a bunch of like stuff that I've been writing like the last couple of weeks. And I want to- <laughs> Absolutely. Now, let me ask you, you mentioned another notable comedian that you worked with earlier. I'm going to bring a question back. What was it like? You said you worked with Jeff Dunham. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. What was it like working with him? It was cool. He like, uh, he had like brought, they'd like the club forgot to book an opening act or something. And, uh, I happened to be around. So they like made me go up and like open the show with like 10 minutes, but they wanted me to be like squeaky clean. And, uh, mm-hmm. cause he's, you know, he's like a clean comic or whatever. And I was like two years in. So I don't, I don't remember doing super great. Uh, you know, they wanted to see the puppets and I'm there telling them my, my whatever I was writing two years in. I couldn't imagine it being, being great. <laughs> Absolutely. You're probably thinking, great, I'm about to lose to a guy who doesn't even speak. Yeah, like a guy who doesn't. Yeah, yeah I remember we weren't allowed to call, what did we, he, we weren't allowed to call them puppets or dolls, like backstage. We had to, mm. refer, to, we had to refer to them as characters. I do remember he was like very adamant that we weren't allowed to call them um, anything other than characters. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I'll be over here if you need me. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go over, I'll be, yeah, I'll be I'll be in the uh, the janitor closet. So I'm, I'm yeah. just gonna go in the room. Yeah, exactly. Did you actually, like, did he actually do anything like behind the scenes with you? Like the, like being on any, any of his characters? No, no, I do hmm. remember, ugh, this is such a, this is such a classic like year two comedian move. So do you remember, mm. I'm such an idiot. So do you remember he, he has Jose Jalapeno, you know, the yeah. on a stick. Okay. So I thought it'd be hilarious. The kitchen, <laughs> the kitchen had like, um, like sliced jalapenos that they use for nachos. And I remember grabbing a jar of those and going into the green room, like Jeff, there's been a horrible accident with Jose. I don't think he's going to be able to perform tonight. And I held up like the bottle or the, the jar of, sliced jalapenos and he just like looked through me he was like cool <laughs> like, like i bombed so hard backstage <laughs> he was like yeah all right so you're gonna do 10 <laughs> yeah oh. <laughs> that's one of those moments okay that could have gotten better yeah you ever like bomb in real life where you're like Ooh, okay exactly that's the moment this thing on you're like, well, hey, okay, I'm gonna uh, go over here now. Yep. Well, I think that's my cue to get out of here because that's my best work of the night. Have a good I night. Know why I thought that would be hilarious. There was a. They were telling me another story where there was a local comic opening for Jeff Dunham, and the club called her and and told her that uh, Walter had missed his flight. Walter, the 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 older the puppet had. Mm-hmm had taken a separate flight and she had to go pick him up from the airport. <laughs> they had like convinced her that Walter was on a different flight. And she was like, okay, 
like obviously they were just like messing with her and they finally like yeah. let her off the hook. But for like 15 minutes, she thought that she was going to go have to pick up because Walter flew first, first class at an earlier flight. <laughs> oh. Imagine being that guy. Like, okay, so am I picking up him up on like the baggage area or like. Is there actually going to be someone like carrying this thing? Like, you know how some people like carry their dogs on a pillow or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, just ultimate trolls. He was like, why would they? I don't, that doesn't even make sense. Oh, absolutely. So, I guess my final question to you um, would honestly be like, what, what would you tell someone today who wants to do comedy? Like, what would you honestly like face to face, let's say, you're living my dream right now. Mm -hmm. How would you inspire someone to continue that dream? Performing in my bedroom? Um, <laughs> um, like I, performing with someone with like Drew Lynch or, you know, Jeff Dunham. Yeah. You know, man, um, just writing a lot, a lot. Take all the wor workshops that you can, any sort of stand-up workshop that you can. Um, my buddy Dean in Dallas teaches a great one and he's doing it on Zoom right now. Um, if anyone wants information for that, I had, he was the one who taught me how to do comedy 15 years ago. Um, yeah, any sort of workshop, any sort of class you can take and just do as many open mics as you can and just like write, write, write. Just try to write outright everyone that you're coming up with, you know. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Good luck in your, good luck your at home show. All you right, know. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. All righty. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy, Justin Foster. Hope to have you back sometime once this stuff picks up, you know? Anytime. And um, we'll see you next time on BuddyCast. Go be someone's buddy. <laughs>